get the gas up. Welcome back to Inside Four Walls. I'm your host, James Madison, and Acasio Occasional Cortex had some to say. AOC dragged for claiming gas stoves are linked to brain damage by Isabel Kane. January 11th, 2023. We start off here with a clip from Tucker Carlson, it appears. What I'm hearing about today from the White House to Governor Hochul that they want to redu- they want to make us for new restaurant construction use electric stoves. So let me explain it to you. We lose 40% productivity by using electric. By using electric, th- th- if they ever inquired with small business owners, I'll give them three pieces of advice. Get stronger filtration system, get a hood system that works, and basically train your staff on how to maintain it. But for 35 years, we continuously have obstacles in running our industry. Ah, that's great. Rep. Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. Ocasio-Cortez. My my joke, uh, the urge to just say my joke was overwhelming. A Democrat from New York attempted to defend President Biden's proposed ban on gas stoves in a viral Twitter spat. Tuesday, only to be heckled herself by snarky social media users. Quote, Did you know that ongoing exposures to NO2 nitrogen oxide from gas stoves is linked to reduced cognitive performance? Yeah, so is fluoride and fucking water. It's an aluminum byproduct. Please, if you want to argue with me that fluoride and water is not linked to diminishing IQs and lower and lower testing scores that on top of the public school genuinely just being an indoctrination station i will debate you in the comments this is an open invitation fucking debate me bruh but i'll hear you coming out against that i mean it is inarguably uh, a fluoride actually this is from the national institute of health right here what is fluoride a byproduct of Although fluoride is used industrially in fluoride in a fluoride compound, the manufacturer the manufacturer of ceramics, pesticides, uh, aerosol uh, propellants, refrigerants, glassware, and Teflon cookware, it is a generally unwanted byproduct of aluminum fertilizer and iron ore manufacturing and it gets worse than that hold on and we're right over here at the nih's <laughs> official website now i disagree with part of it here but this is the main part i want to focus on the main source of fluoride should be fluoridated toothpaste and that supplement should not be used in children younger than three years of age the use of fluoride in infants and children now i'm going to read the whole thing i'm going to need the whole episode about this the introduction of fluoride to drinking water in 1958 uh, resulted in a dramatic reduction in dental uh, dental caries. Subsequently, fluoride supplements were advocated for children whose water was not fluoridated. And now, almost all toothpaste contains fluoride. The result is that multiple sources of fluoride, such as fluoridated toothpaste, fluoride supplements, drops and lozenges, and naturally occurring fluoride, have contributed to an increase 
in the incidence of fluorosis. The challenge is to provide the right amount of fluoride in reliable and safe manner. Fluoride has been found to be effective in preventing care. Uh, I think you mean cavities, but caries. But there have been no controlled studies to evaluate the optimal use. The recommendations on fluoride use in 1995 state uh, statement by the Canadian Pediatric Association (CPS) different subsequent from uh, differed subsequently from those of the Canadian Dental Association (CDA). The position of CDA on three was that apart from fluoride in water, the main source of fluoride should be fluoridated toothpaste and that supplements should not be used in children younger than three years of age. The CPS position was that proper tooth brushing, especially in high-risk populations, may be difficult to implement, that delaying supplementation until three years of age would result in higher caries rate. I'm confused on why I keep saying carries. I'm just not familiar with that one, apparently. And that supplements should be started at six months of age. I disagree with that one. More recent studies of the actions of fluoride resulted in the modification of two positions. The fluoride outlined in the present statements follows the principles agreed on at the 1997 Canadian uh, Consensus Conference on Fluoride Use. But... Regardless, you know, a lot of people are making the, the, you know, the government is saying, you know, I don't trust the government very much, but the government is saying, you know, don't let your kids consume fluoride. But, you know, parents are just mixing fluoride and their baby formula, shaking up the bottles and just giving it to their kids. So people are giving their kids fluoride. I uh, had an argument with somebody, well, sister-in-law, because I was telling her, like, hey, you know, why, 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 are you, why are you buying all this fluoride? Because she was buying fluoride baby water. I don't know if you've seen this or not. Let's see if I can pull a picture of it. Yeah, um, this stuff. Healthy fluoride. They have, oh, they have fluoride free. Yeah, cool. But no, they have a fluoridated baby water. And for some fucking reason... My sister-in-law was buying it for her fucking baby, and I had a show on the web on, on the uh, NIH like, "Hey, this is not safe to consume for children under the age of three. Now, I just don't think fluoride is particularly safe to begin with. I prefer to just drink bottled water, and people can see about that. Well, you shouldn't be recyc- You shouldn't buy plastic. What if I recycle it? If I recycle it, it doesn't matter, right? Right? Oh, oh. Anyway, let's get back to it. Uh, gas stove only heckled. Did you know that ongoing exposure to nitrogen oxide from gas stoves is linked to reduced cognitive performance? The Bronx and Queens lawmaker tweeted in response to Rep. Ronnie Jackson, a Republican from Texas, vowing to never give up his gas stove. Come and take it. But the congresswoman attempted to clap, attempted clapback, backfired. As detractors, mainly politicians and conservative activists, were quick were quick to pile on. Quote, is this an attack on Gordon Ramsay? Joked Max Avery, a former Arkansas state legislative candidate. Quote, did you know that it's a lot harder for government to abruptly cut off your access to power if you're using gas as, an, as opposed to electric? As Virginia Republican Delegate Nick uh, Freitas, <laughs> quote, or 
Is that really the point? Quote, interesting. I don't know everything in the White, in the White House ran off gas. Uh, cracked South Carolina State Rep Matthew Leber. Let's go down here. Tweet from AOC. Did you know that ongoing exposure to NO2 from gas stoves is linked to, redu- re- uh, to reduced cognitive performance? Ronnie Johnson, uh, Ronnie Jackson over here. I'll never get with my gas stove. If the maniacs in the White House come for my stove, they can pry from my cold, dead hands. Come and take it. That's hilarious. And then right here from Quoth the Raven. I'm certain you're right. And it shows that AOC in her house has a gas-powered stove. And it also shows a picture of Kamala Harris, who also has a gas-powered stove. Lol. Quote, What company is paying you to say that? Asked Red State Deputy Managing Editor Brandon Morse. Let's go, Brandon. Quote, This is a problem you actually find serious. Asked the Libertarian Party of Illinois Twitter account. Quote, April Fool's in January? Quote, crazy. Just like ongoing exposure to Washington is linked to reduced cognitive performance, which you demonstrate daily. Sniped the National Libertarian Party's account. Always based. Always got some good to say. Other commentators dug up photos of both AOC and Vice President Kamala Harris using gas stoves, as well as photos of First Lady Jill Biden appearing to cook some spinach. On a gas stovetop. She has a nice stove. What the fuck? She's wearing cautionary gloves. No one. She's a pussy. No one who actually cooks really wears those gloves. Come on. The Consumer Product Safety Commission is considering a nationwide ban on gas appliances after recent studies showed emissions from the devices cause health and respiratory problems, Bloomberg reported Monday. I'm just going to laugh at people who take this seriously and actually go out and start changing their shit. Like, I got a few brain-dead people I can think of in my life. I'm thinking of someone specifically right now. Yeah, it's you four eyes. Who are going to rush to change out all their shit. I'm just going to laugh. Just fucking laugh my ass off because you realize... That you know, our, you know, fossil fuels are being used at some point. Coal is being burned, irregardless, just to power your fucking electric stove. You fucking clown. More fossil fuels will be burned for you using your fucking electric stove. So lull. And you know, the government can't actually do anything about this. The government can't sign any law or legislation forcing people to give up their fucking stove. This is all sort of an astroturf to fucking begin with. It's really kind of hilarious. And we, we will read about it. This whole thing is a fucking non-starter distraction. Very obviously a fucking distraction. Too many people are going to take it seriously. Uh, quote, This is hazard. This is a hidden hazard. CPSC Commissioner Richard Trumka Jr. told the outlet, quote, Any opinion is on the table. Products that can't be made safe can be banned. Lol, good fucking luck with this. This will be shot down the courts before you can turn your fucking head, Jr. Uh, did you know that? I already read that part, and it just shows Jill Biden here cooking up some spinach. I'll take it back. She's not wearing gloves. So I guess the other thing was just a random JPEG. All right. Reports by groups including the American Chemical Society and New York University Law School's Institute for Policy Integrity found gas stoves, which are used in nearly half of the U.S. homes, and the majority of New York City apartments release pollutants. 
like nitrogen dioxide, carbon monoxide, and fine matter at levels so high they are deemed unsafe by environmental protection agencies and the World Health Organization. I don't give a fuck what the WHO thinks. They're owned by China. Furthermore, yeah, I'm sure there's little tiny microparticles. Absolutely. But they are so fucking tiny. Dude, for example, if you're really concerned about it, you do realize, do you realize how much shit is on your toothbrush? I imagine you, the viewer, have your toothbrush on your sink counter or somewhere around your sink counter. Let me show you something. You know, since this isn't going to be a particularly long episode or anything, let's just, you know, I have it sped up. Let's just watch. It's the unspeakable myth. The one you just can't flush away. There's poo everywhere. Is there more than toothpaste on that brush? There's actually a bunch of myths around and surrounding bathrooms and cleanliness and ideas of what the clean parts of our house are. But actually, I think the main idea behind this myth is that the bristles of a wet toothbrush make an ideal collection surface for things like airborne bacteria. There's no rosy way to say this, so let's cut to the chase. What we're talking about here is fecal coliform bacteria, the bacteria that lives, well, you know where. The belief is that you shouldn't leave your toothbrush in the bathroom, particularly not too close to the toilet, because there's all sorts of bacteria floating in the air, which ends up on your toothbrush and therefore in your mouth. Adam, you know, before we even start this experiment, we should probably do a simple test to see whether the toilet actually produces an aerosol. You mean like whether when it's flushing, it actually makes little droplets of vapor that go everywhere? Exactly. Some color in the water. It's and so Adam's sad any that these two fucking covered. hate each other's right. guts. God, and a complete side note, man. The entire B team is dead. The Asian guy, uh, Carrie, and the other guy, they're all dead. It's really fucking sad. And you know... Completely a little side tangent here. There was a robot named Jeff. He was the co-host of the Late Late Show with Craig Ferguson. He was actually built by the Asian guy from the B team on Mythbusters like a year or two before he died, specifically for Craig Ferguson, with a like state-of-the-art of its time from the ground up learning AI on board. So it would like learn from the audience interaction and the host and like the show every night. So it could build a, a wider range of dialogue and conversation and whatever. Uh, when the studio abruptly canceled and terminated the contract with Craig Ferguson, because Craig Ferguson, you know, he moved here from Scotland. I, yeah, he's Scottish. He has the join or die uh, and don't tre- uh, snake on one arm and a tread on don't tread on me snake on the other arm. Openly libertarian, was pro Ron Paul. You know, so, you know, when cancel culture really became a thing, he got his show abruptly canceled in a, in a three-year in a contract they had two years left on, terminated suddenly overnight, and James Corden got his fucking show. Ugh. The robot, Jeff, spelled G-O-O-F-F, was sold to a junkyard and crushed for bits, and it pisses me off every fucking time I think about it. Sorry, completely off topic. Well, I see some drops. All right, well, there you go. The aerosol part of it is definitely true. Yeah, these are probably the least of our worries because we can see these and they're big, heavy drops. What we should be concerned about, I think, are the ones that we don't see. that are little, tiny things that may be going who knows where. But can those tiny droplets drift all the way to your toothbrush? The Mythbusters aim to find out. Whoa. Do we have a plan? Of course we have a plan. This is Mythbusters. The reason we've got so many toothbrushes here is because we want to lay out a really broad test pattern to see if distance from the toilet, orientation to the toilet, and height from the toilet affect the number of fecal coliforms that we can find when we test the toothbrushes. Adam has clearly given this whole dirty toothbrush thing an awful lot of thought. In no time, he's fitting out the bathroom in the Mythbusters workshop. I'm going to use this PVC and some fittings to make a pair of toothbrush wraps. 
I'm sold. The break begins. Forget fancy blueprints. He's making it up as he goes along. It only has to last for a month. It's not pretty, but it'll do. What the hell have you done in my bathroom? We're going to set up 24 toothbrushes in this, and every morning we'll have a protocol. And we will each be responsible to take each toothbrush, wash it in distilled water so we don't cross-contaminate, and put the wet toothbrush back. Then there will also be two control toothbrushes on top of the toilet that we will brush our teeth with, and at the end of a month, we will check and do fecal coliform tests on the toothbrushes and see which ones have gathered the most. Next up, the brushes. The guys will wash their hands with antibacterial soap every time before they touch them to prevent possible contamination. And importantly for the experiment, this bathroom will stay open for business. A chart will keep track of exactly how much business is getting done. What do you think one, two, and three would be? One would be... Urine. Two would be... Fecal matter. And three... I don't know, what's number three? Let's say perhaps a, uh, an aerated approach to dispersing fecal matter. For a breath of fresh air, two more brushes will be kept in the office, away from the bathroom. Jimmy, these are our uh, external controls. Uncontaminated toothbrushes outside of all the experimental conditions. We'll rub these with a little toothpaste and rinse them with the water as well. If fecal coliform bacteria are found out here, they'll be embarrassed looks all around. It'll take a month, but the Mythbusters hope to answer a question that lurks in every bathroom. Is that toothbrush safe? Mythbusters have become slaves to dental hygiene. Every morning, they carefully wash their hands, put toothpaste on each of 24 brushes, and rinse them off again using distilled water. Lesson one, never give Adam a squirt gun. Hey. <laughs> Next, they clean their teeth using two very special brushes. We're using the ones that were on the top of the toilet, the closest ones. At the end of the month, they'll test the brushes for fecal coliform bacteria. If nothing else, they've busted the myth that television is a glamorous industry. Today, it's toilet bowl close-ups. Right, you've reached the pinnacle of your uh, career. It couldn't get any business, could it? Toilets and cleanliness are the subject of many an urban legend, including this one. There's a young couple honeymooning somewhere in the Caribbean, and they come back to their room and they see that it's been ransacked. They've been burgled of just about everything. There's only two things remaining, their camera and their toothbrushes. So they go out and they purchase new clothes and other necessities, and they end up having a fantastic time. So they get home and they develop their film. And upon looking at the different photographs, they get to one, what's that? And they notice that one thief has taken a picture of the other thief mooning, and the picture is of his backside with their toothbrushes sticking out. Jamie and Adam aren't swallowing any of this myth, but they are professionals Ew. and they're on the scent of something big. Uh, you know, given that I've had toothbrushes sitting near toilets for nigh on 30 years at this point, 35 years, it doesn't bother me at all. It's a long, boring, dirty job ahead. But if anyone's qualified for this sort of work, it's the Mythbusters. There's absolutely nothing cute about the toothbrush surprise. I'd like to point out the difference between my toothbrush and Jamie's toothbrush. Bring it up. Jamie's is neat and perfect. Mine is absolute trash. <laughs> I don't know what that says. The only good news, this is the last day before the brushes will be tested. I got them wet, and then I foam the toothpaste on, and then I rinse them out. We could do a myth about how fast paint dries. For the last month, they've been testing the myth that microscopic fecal coliforms can waft from your toilet onto your toothbrush when you flush. A month is a long time for this kind of work. You watch every action-packed second as water and toothpaste meet in a fecal coliform farm of total destruction. To see if there really is something to worry about, the Mythbusters have called on expert microbiologist Dr. Joanne Engel. She's going to subject the Mythbusters bathroom to more scrutiny than is strictly desirable. So I'm taking the toothbrush and I'm spreading it on the auger here, so if there's a lot of bacteria on here, it'll grow. And then I'm also dipping it into this bacterial broth. And again, if there's just even a couple of bacteria on here, it'll grow overnight after I uh, incubate these in a nice warm oven. Every single toothbrush is sampled, 
these are the ones that we've actually been using to brush our teeth. It's been a very busy bathroom. But there's also the two controls kept out in the kitchen. This is the first time either of these two brushes has been in the bathroom. Okay. But they've been brushed with Yes. Light. They've undergone the same treatment. Put them in, incubate them in a 37 degree uh, oven overnight, and if there are bacteria on here, we should be able to see them. The whole gang is relieved to finally be getting out of that little bathroom, and soon they'll know for sure if their toothbrushes hold an unwelcome surprise. Flush with success, the men now have to see the woman. The toothbrush surprise results are in. Did we actually find any fecal coliform on the toothbrushes? Uh, well, we did, but um, in fact, all the toothbrushes. That'll leave a bad taste in your mouth, but the slides don't lie. Those little pink dots are fecal coliforms found on the brushes, and it made no difference how near or far they were from the toilet. Ugh. That is just the worst fucking thing, is it not? And let's get back to the article. The study also linked gas stoves to respiratory illness, cardiovascular problems. Oh, you know what? I know what that makes that makes sense. All those people dropping dead suddenly with heart problems and blood clots and myocarditis and pericarditis and those weird little veiny rubbery coagulative fucking things in the veins, those viscous fibers. That's all because of these fucking gas stoves. Uh, I just wish I understood why now of all time, after all these years of having these stoves, why are, why are all these issues suddenly now attributed to these stoves? Man, these stoves, bro, we, we as humans, we evolved to get weaker to our surrounding, not stronger to our surrounding. I tell you, I tell you. Cardiovascular problems linked to all these Pfizer brand stoves. Mmm. Johnson & Johnson stovetops. Actually, I think that's a real thing. Hold on. That's a real thing, isn't it? Oh, yep. Yeah. Of course it's a fucking thing. Anyway. And other health conditions. Trumka later backtracked on his statement saying restrictions would only apply to new stoves rather than existing products. Oh. Quote, CPSC isn't coming for anyone's stoves, he tweeted Monday. Now, that's the end of this article. Let's scroll down here. Got these three comments. Yet they legalized marijuana as a yet unproven as to whether or not it has health concern issues, short-term or long-term. This is more of corruption of science. <clears throat> not entirely wrong, either. We really don't know. There's a lot of new studies suggesting that a lot of the early medical studies that were used to legalize marijuana early on could have just been complete bullshit with minimum peer re, uh, peer review. Uh, and that's from Bordelais 101 down here to Patriot 155. The funny thing is, we don't even need science to know weed impacts health. Anybody who's ever smoked it knows it inhibits reaction time and decision-making. But they wave that through as 100% okay because it is a vehicle that breeds more dispensary, more dependency. Not entirely wrong there either. And the last one is from Country Constitution. Totally proven that all smoke is correlated with cancers, including bladder cancers and vascular disease. Not to mention the smoke, smoking dope contributes to psychosis, etc., 
All Democrats should smoke themselves into oblivion. I'm sure they are. And I'm a regular partaker of weed. Here, listen. You hear that? How's my wax pen charging up? I mean bug juice. It's bug juice. And I'll completely agree with a lot of that stuff. There's so many studies about marijuana coming out right now that could suggest that marijuana is actually very dangerous and should not be consumed. Uh, we just, you know, we're waiting. And I'm a junkie, so I lean on the side of, no, no, it's not that bad for you, blah, blah, blah. But I also don't approve of any federal laws against marijuana. But if the studies are come out and it's a thousand percent confirmed and proven that marijuana is bad for you, I, I will have to start slowly cutting it out of my life. <laughs> but very, <coughs> oh, shit, very slowly. <coughs> not sponsored, but MKX brand carts, man. That's Sativa Guava. And, and that blue dream, man, good stuff, I tell you. Now let's hop over here to the last article for today's, for this episode. Biden's administration weighs nationwide ban on gas stove report from January 9th, 2023 by Mark Moore. All right, so it's just a video. Let's move on. Millions of Americans soon may soon be entering, quote, not stove season. The Biden administration is considering a nationwide ban on gas stoves, citing a harmful, harmful pollutants by the appliance. According to a report, the Consumer Product Safety Commission is mulling the action after recent studies showed emissions from the devices can cause health and respiratory problems, Bloomberg reported on Monday. Again, a big part of this, I, I guess a big part I keep thinking about is all those, you know, Los Angeles and a lot of Southern California, a lot of those counties made it, made laws banning gas-powered cars. So tons of people suddenly were forced to go out and invest in electric-powered cars. And then, you know, they also went a little bit further and started saying all your houses have to be smart houses. If you want to live in this county, you have to have a, a smart house meaning like Alexa, a smart AC unit, so on and so forth. And then they started to shut down air conditioning units on like 85-degree days because you're using up all the power on the grid. So your thermostat can't go below 80 degrees. And then you had uh, electric car charging stations that were saying, due to power grid limitations, you're not allowed to charge your car. And you're just kind of fucking stuck there. Now, I have a real deep fucking hatred of the Associated Press. Real deep, real personal. Don't fucking like them. But let's just hop over there for this leftist rags take on this topic. And if the left is saying it, then, you know, there's something to it. Californians asked to conserve power amid brutal heat wave by John uh, Antzak and Eugene Garcia. September 2nd, 2022. We're not going to read the whole thing, just part of it. Californian sweltering, uh, sweltering in West lengthened heat wave were asked to reduce their air conditioning to cut electricity use again during the critical hours Friday, again Saturday, to prevent stress on the state's electrical grid that could lead to rolling blackouts. Saturday will be the fourth consecutive day re of request by the state's electoral, uh, electrical grid operator for voluntary cutbacks during the afternoon evening hours to balance supplies and demand as millions of residents endured triple digit temperatures 
Governor Gavin Newsom on Wednesday declared an emergency to increase energy production of relaxed rules aimed at curbing air pollution and global warming gases. He emphasized the role climate change was playing in the heat wave. Below me, dude, you live in a coastal city. Fuck off. Quote, September is off to a searing start in in the West with record-breaking temperatures and fire weather expected to expand and settle over part of the count over the con- over the the county this labor day weekend the national weather service said hold on now where's where's the where's the important part of this article just real quick let's hop over to the new york post for an older article californians asked not to charge electric cars days after gas ban announcement from sinja favaro september 1st 2022 Californian residents are being asked not to charge their electric vehicles to conserve energy amid a brutal heat wave just days after the state announced a plan to ban sales of new gas-powered cars by 2035. Let's restart here. This is a video. Let's see what the video they put up here is. If it actually loads and works, that is. Step for the global transition to net zero emissions. California has become the first place in the world to pass a new law that will require all new cars to run on alternative fuel by 2035. A bold move that the state's governor described as the beginning of the end for the internal combustion engine. Besides being a game changer in terms of our climate and our energy leadership, it's a game changer in another respect that the car manufacturers themselves are celebrating and embracing it. A radical transformation that will need a lot of infrastructure changes in the most populous states in the U.S. California currently has around 80,000 public charges for electric cars. That will have to increase to 1.2 million by 2030, according to the California Energy Commission. Charging infrastructure is always forefront of an electric vehicle purchaser, one of them being the availability of chargers. Second, the reliability of those chargers as a function of the power grid. Transportation is the single largest source of emissions in California, accounting for around 40% of the state's greenhouse gas emissions. With already more than 1 million electric car drivers, other residents are open to change. If anything is going to reduce things like fires and, and uh, natural disasters, I think... Like a man broken by the very system he lives in. The move is expected to reshape the U.S. automobile market, with California accounting for 10% of sales, and speed up a wider transition to electric vehicles, with many other states expected to follow suit. Now, after a delay in last night's power... All right, let's no- move on. California residents are... already oh, read that part. Pardon me. <coughs> Uh, I shouldn't have hit that vape, man. I'm still getting over uh, being sick. I've been spending the last couple of days feeling a little under the weather. Just looking at this whole cart just sitting here. I've been smoking it because of how gunky I've been feeling. Uh, let's continue. The plea comes as the Golden State sizzles in triple-digit temperatures, but the irony of the appeal was not lost on critics of the ambiguous plan. The ambiguous plan expected to set a pace for the national and international shift to electric vehicles. U.S. House Republicans Whip Steve Scalise 
a Republican from Louisiana decried, derided about the face, about face as a joke. And, you know, look, Newsom will never hold himself to the same limitations he's going to set for his constituents and his voting base. He just won't. During a drought, when he was telling people to limit how much water they had, he was still watering his massive fucking vineyard. Like, get real. The Walmart equivalent of Patrick Bateman is kind of a piece of shit. Um, U.S. House Whip, Steve Phillies. The California Independent System Operator, Independent System Operator, which runs the state's power grid, issued multiple bulletins this week warning of extreme heat during the Labor Day weekend that is, quote, likely to strain the grid with increased energy demands. The grid operator was asked was asking residents to voluntarily reduce their power consumption by avoiding using quote large appliances ovens, and charging electric vehicles during the peak outage hours uh peak usage hours for the slip of four PM to nine PM. Tweet from California ISO, Independence uh, System Operator. The California Independent System Operator has issued a statewide flex alert for Tuesday, for today, August 31st, from 4 to 9 p.m. due to excessive heat and high energy demand. Consumers are encouraged to reduce their energy use to protect grid reliability. Read the news release. Oh, I'd love to. Hmm. Oh, it's just a picture. Damn, never mind. I'm, I'm banned on Twitter. I was going to use as a... Oh, now I can't escape. No. No. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Okay, let's move on. California now telling people to avoid using large appliances and charging electric vehicles from 4 to 9. This is the same state that's going to force everyone to buy electric cars by 2035. This is what Democrat control looks like, and they want it nationwide. What a joke. Not entirely off the grid and our energy leadership. It's a game changer in another respect that the car manufacturers themselves are celebrating and embracing it. Well, temperatures were expected to reach an eye-watering 115 degrees in the coming days, prompting Gavin Newsom to declare a state of emergency to increase energy production and relax rules amid curbing air pollution and global warming gases. But not everyone was on board with the energy consumption reduction plan, which is really funny because he's like, all right, well, all these green policies to curb pollution are clearly fucking things up. So the only way to fix it is to clearly stop having all these green policies. Uh, Yeah, this is exactly what everyone was telling you before you put these policies in the first place. It's almost like if you listen to the people on the opposite opposite side of the aisle, jackass, you wouldn't have ran into these problems. Oh, well. These green energy people are just fucking clowns and should not be taken seriously for the most part. I say that as I'm invested into some hydroelectricity companies. I just think there's a lot. And, you know, I live in Michigan. And we're surrounded by Great Lakes. And there's a couple, you know, I, I just think there's a lot of potential for water-generated electricity in the state specifically. Why not use it? Same thing in, like, Florida. You're right there on the coast. Those waterways get violent as hell. Just don't get why not use it. <coughs> <coughs> But anyway, let's uh, hop back over here. 
do do consumer safety bloomberg report this is a hidden hazard cpsc uh commissioner richard trumka jr told the outlet any uh, option is on the table products that can't be made safe can be banned Hmm. Percent of uh, childhood asthma cases can be attributed to gas stoves, according to a report published last month by the International Journal of Environmental Research and Public Health. Bold fucking claim. Quote, there's about 50 years of health studies showing that gas stoves are bad for our health. So is the fucking sun. Everything is bad for your health. Everything good for you is also bad for you. Lull, I guess. The fucking sun causes cancer. What do you want? And good luck with all this. And the strongest evidence is on children and children's asthma. Bradley Seals, a manager of a carbon-free buildings program and non-profit clean energy group, RMI, and co-author of the study told Bloomberg, quote, By having gas connection, we are polluting the insides of our homes. Yeah, I see. I really don't have a favorable view of the vaccine, and yet I'm sure you are pumping your child full of the boosters. So I laugh in your general direction. Moving on. Short of barring the manufacturer, manufacturer or importation of gas stoves, CPSC could also impose emission standards, Trumka said. Again, good luck. The course will backhand the shit out of the, uh, out of the building real quick. The agency is expected to open public comments on gas stove hazards later this year, he said. Senator Cory Booker, a Democrat from New Jersey, and Rep. Don uh, Bayer, a Democrat from Virginia, sent a letter pardon me, <laughs> to, the agent, to the agency in December urging it to take action against the application, saying they are a, quote, uh, cumulative burden. On minority and low... Oh, man, yes. These air pollution targets minority groups specifically. They're a a, a specific burden on minority and low-income households. So it's good to know that the three black people who run Black Lives Matter are safe. And if they own a gas-powered stove, they they, they can afford to. Not only because they can afford to buy a really nice gas-powered stove, but because they are high-income minority they are immune from these lung hazards. Understood. Understood. The association that represents gas stove makers like Whirlpool contends that cooking on any type of stove produces harmful emissions. Yeah, like we know nonstick, uh, the, the surface they use to make nonstick stick pans is highly cancerous and corrosive to the inside of your body. But that's not going to stop you from using it. This is one of those times where it's like, well, this is bad for you. It's like, yeah, well, so is everything around you, right? This isn't a specifically high-level bad thing for us. And it's not like there's not a million things more harmful to you that you do every day that we can't point out. Like, how much fucking processed sugars and cane sugars and artificial sweeteners and high-fructose corn syrup are, are you digesting regularly? Come on. Get fucking real, my friend. How many times are you vaping a day? Mm. Mm. Quote, ventilation is really where the, this discussion should be rather than banning one particular type of technology, 
said Jill Natoni, the vice president with the Association of Home Appliance Manufacturers, quote, banning one type of cooking appliance is not going to address the concerns about overall indoor air quality. She added, quote, we may need some behavior, behavior change. We may need people to turn on their hoods when cooking. Yeah, and I always have that on to begin with anyway. Based Wade ended. I couldn't agree more. And now let's check out a couple comments. TC Ryder. To make a plentiful, inexpensive, well, it used to be clean and efficient fuel and ban its use is un, uh, is uncomprehensible. It's tyranny. Natural gas is essential to the nation. It's one of our nation's most valuable assets. Agreed. Uh, Up Country says, can you just imagine them trying to ban our gas stoves? It's the Democrat way to screw up everything. Air Broyo said. Or Air Boy Roe said. Harpasewer said, I wait... I waited a very long time to get my beloved Wolf 5 burner gas cooktop. That's really nice. And it's on a short list of things I defy the government to I I defy the government to try and take from me. I'm 80, so the consequences of defiance are limited. God bless you, Heart Pursuer. Right down here, Aquaeus said, "I wish I had a Wolf stove years ago. I gained 15 pounds." The first I'd gained fifteen pounds the first year. Kim Mary, my gas stove is pro it's propane. My gas stove is propane and is protected by a tactical twelve gauge based. You know, I lost my gas power I lost my gas oven in a boating accident. And that being said, I'm gonna wrap this up here. This has been Inside Four Walls, I've been here with James Madison, and this will probably be the last upload for the day. I'm very tired now and I gotta be at work at eleven and it is six fifty three AM and I've been Recording since about, a, I want to say about 9 o'clock. So that being said, I'll catch you all later. Peace. Oh, please like, share, comment, and subscribe. I'm so close to 200 subscribers. It's like, uh, let's see, what what, what 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 am I at currently? Oh, it's just been on autoplay. Um, 169 subscribers. Uh, so I, I'm really excited to cross that 200 threshold. I know it's a tiny threshold, but I'm, I'm still fucking... Every new subscriber is appreciated. So that being said, I'll catch y'all later. Peace. is not the solution to our problem. Government is the problem.